Southeast Radio's Business Matters with Carl Fitzpatrick. Well, Blaise Brosnan is renowned for providing wise counsel to business owners and always provides the Business Matters listeners with some excellent advice and tools to help their businesses during times of crisis and opportunity. Blaise joins me now to discuss the current business climate and his hopes for a strong recovery. Blaise, in your opinion, where are we currently at with this pandemic? I think we're in a better position today than we were three months ago in the sense of Three months ago, there was no race on between vaccine and virus. At least there's a race on now between the two of them. There's a lot of negative commentary about uh, the vaccines and all that out there. But eventually they'll win the race. And, you know, as it comes towards the inline, whenever that will be in the next number of months, I think you'll see a lot of confidence going back into the market. Now, Blaise, you delivered a masterclass for the LEOs during Enterprise Week, only a couple of weeks back. And really, that was to look to the future and help businesses plan for the future. Remind us about what your key message was at those masterclasses. Yeah, there was a couple of points, I suppose, I was trying to bring across. One is that everything goes in cycles. Humans go in cycles. Crops go in cycles. Business goes in cycles. Viruses go in cycles, right? We're in the middle, uh, coming towards the end of the current uh, cycle. So my strong advice to business people out there is that we have to make some assumptions about the future. And I think it's credible to make an assumption that we're in the second half of the current cycle. And it beholds all of us, I think, to be ready to exploit the opportunities that will arise uh, as, a bit, as soon as a bit of confidence comes back into the economy. Because if you look at the, say, deposits, the personal deposits out there today versus 12 months ago, there's about 20 billion or some, something like that. A fair proportion of that is going to come back out. And, uh, you know, that spending power there is going to drive things on. And, Blaise, it reminds me of the spending spree that people went on once their SSIAs matured. Would you agree with that? I would, yeah, 100%, because it's the same money, really. It's uh, non-spend at the moment. There's pent-up demand. And we hear a lot of, uh, from economists and that they talk about a, a V-shaped recovery or a U-shaped recovery or a W-shaped recovery or whatever letter that, that you like to take. But I believe because of the pent-up demand that's out there and the amount of money that's available to be spent, I think we'll see a mini boom. Now, it may not last much longer than 18 months, but there'll be a lot of opportunity to be exploited in that period of time, I believe. So, Blaise, what should businesses do to prepare for that? They need to be fit financially and every other way, operational-wise, and that to use the time between now and then to be far clearer about what game they're going to be in and how they're going to play that game. And, you know, the channel to the market, channels that had previously might be supplemented with a virtual channel now. And it's, again, trying to get all the, the pieces of the jigsaw working together in uh, a way that's going to optimise output in a way that can be converted into money. Now, that, that's one issue. The second issue, I think, is uh, they need to be very careful about their working capital because one of the points that uh, a lot of business people don't fully understand, I think, is that the quicker and they grow the business and the more scale they bring into the business, 
they, lead, they need more working capital to support that. And, uh, you know, working capital is generally tied up in stock, it's tied up in work in progress, and it's tied up in debtors. So the other three areas that uh, they would need to be really focusing on at the moment, uh, work in progress, try and keep those as short as possible, stock, uh, have the stock ready to be sold uh, and presented properly uh, when, in, uh, when the opportunity arises, and obviously that are the whole data control starts at the point of giving, not at the point of collection. So, Blaze, in your opinion, should business owners be developing an advertising and marketing plan today? And if so, how much of their cash reserve should they be investing in that? It will vary an awful lot from business uh, to business and business type. You know, if you look at the average, say, small, medium type of business out there, their spend in that space is anywhere probably from about 0.5 of 1% of their turnover to probably 5 or 6% of their turnover. But again, if you're in a particular type of a business, say if you're in the event business, you might be spending up to 15 or 20% of your turnover in that whole promotional area. So it, it, it varies an awful lot, I think, uh, from business to business. But it's in the, the majority, I think, are in the space of maybe between 1% and 5% of their turnover. Now, Blaze, you joined me on the show 12 months ago to assist businesses at the time, take a defensive strategy to what was happening in the first lockdown. You're now looking at more of an offensive strategy. So what does that look like? Well, offensive is very much about drawing the top line. It's looking at the revenue side of the business equation as distinct from just the cost side of the business equation, right? You know, when the recession came in and hit us initially, it was very much about, as you said, defensive, to hit the cost side of the equation. But now to get ready for the post-COVID era, it's very much looking at all the variables that come into play in relation to the revenue side of the business equation. Uh, that's volume, the number of units getting out, the pricing, uh, the presentation of that, uh, you know, everything that, he, uh, that might impact either positively or negatively, in the variables on the revenue side of the equation. I think that's where the um, focus should be. And I think plans need to be in place, not the day that you open, but uh, a good while before that. And of course, there are many businesses out there today that are unsure about their future and their sustainability. What advice have you got for those particular businesses, Blaze? It's a lonesome place to be if you're the owner-manager of your own business. Uh, And I would say they should be speaking with, uh, say, the the local Leo office or advisors or the accountants or somebody in order to try and share and tease out what the options are. And, you know, uh, some of them might be, for argument's sake, uh, that they decided back along that that warehouse, maybe that taxes uh, and that. And that's okay. That was a good strategy on the day. But then they will need, as soon as the revenue is starting to generate, they will need to come up with a plan in order to uh, kind of liquidate all that uh, deferred taxes and that kind of stuff that wasn't uh, paid for up to now. Uh, you know, so working a good cash flow, a pretty accurate cash flow 
plan out ahead of themselves, I think it's going to be critical. Of course, you do mention the revenue, but of course there's other mounting debt as well from rent arrears to supplier payments and of course bank debt in some instances. How important is it for business owners to engage with their creditors in this respect? Vital, I would say. Um, my experience definitely over the years is, uh, you know, if you engage with uh, your creditors, whether they're the revenue or trade or whatever, right, and keep the line of communication open. Generally, a plan can be worked out. But what often happens is that people, they lose their nerves, they put their head in the sand, they won't answer phone calls, they won't open brown name blogs, uh, and they hope that the whole thing will go away. Now, that buys time, but it's really a bubble that's going to bust further down along the way. So... This is where people need a bit of help, I suppose, and need a bit of advice uh, to handhold them through some of this very difficult era. But, you know, there were cycles before, and this recession, this COVID recession, is a quite a different recession to uh, the previous recession in 2007, 2008. That was an economic recession. This one is a health recession. Now it has economic implications, of course. But it's quite a different uh, dynamic, in my view, than the previous recession. And Blaise, as you know, many businesses, when they did come out of the last economic crash, they were very, very slow to take on bank debt of any sort. This time round, as you say, it's a different type of recession. It's a pandemic. And of course, there are lots of government supports available through the Strategic Banking Corporation of Ireland and Microfinance Ireland. What advice have you got to business owners in relation to taking up those particular supports? Definitely, if their um, kind of business proposition going forward uh, justifies borrowing and they need the borrowings, uh, then, and they'll have the repayment capacity, certainly then borrow. But there's no point in borrowing if you don't improve your business model as well along the way because you're taking on extra repayments. So it's very much, again, uh, to do the figures uh, and maybe do them in kind of... Uh, in two or three different uh, scenarios. One, a kind of a pessimistic scenario, one, an optimistic, and probably in between those two, a kind of realistic uh, scenario. And, like, if you look at it, interest rates are going to continue, certainly for the next two or three years, uh, at a very low, historically very low level. Uh, And, you know, that's going to have an impact, a positive impact, obviously, in repayments going forward. But there's no point in borrowing just for the sake of borrowing. Borrowing should be done in order to enhance the business proposition and to support that going forward. Most business people, they're fearful of ever raising their prices for fear that it might have a disproportionate effect on their sales. Yeah, nothing is as price sensitive as uh, a poor seller thinks it is. And by that I mean is that if, if you have somebody out there in the market and they're selling whatever they're selling, right, and they're not great salespeople, they're not very confident about their product or their service, they're always going to be very fearful of adjusting prices. I had a call there probably three or four weeks ago from a, a, a lady, and she runs a very good business. And she was, she'd be importing some of her ingredients and that from the UK. So there was extra, because of the Brexit, there was uh, levies and that. Uh, on the ingredients coming in. And she rang me and she said, uh, should she adjust her prices based on uh, the delivery and that extra cost associated? Or should she absorb it? 
And my strong advice to her is, you have to pass these things on. If you start absorbing these things out of your margin, you'll finish up with no margin. And in her situation, she is a strong product. She has strong market presence. And, uh, you know, uh, and she's confident. And uh, her product that she's selling onto the market is nowhere as price sensitive as others might think it is. Now, Blaze, there's lots of talk about businesses taking this time out to create an action plan for their business post-pandemic. You spoke about the importance of a cash flow plan, of course, and that should be integrated in that overall action plan. But what else needs to be in it? Like any spreadsheet, uh, it's only as good as the assumptions that one makes uh, in relation to it, right? So one has to make sure that you're making reasonably good assumptions about the future as best you can. That's the first step. But secondly, then, as they travel down that journey, they need to uh, to kind of uh, use the figures they have uh, projected as a benchmark to to look at how they're doing against that and make the adjustments along the way because it's a moving feast. But what often happens is people they make these projections, they put them in a binder somewhere, and they forget about them. Then that's not planning. Planning is about doing. Uh, putting something down, but then monitoring the progress against that. The the beauty about all of this, I think, Carol, is, and I, we're at this game a long time now, is that there's no business out there anywhere near perfect. And because there's no business anywhere near perfect, in my view, there's lots of room for improvement. And it's a combination of small adjustments, but consistently in one direction over a period of time. And measurement is critical to that. What are the top three KPIs that businesses should be looking at today? I would say sales, obviously, margin, and the ratio of creditors to debtors. And of course, players, what gets measured gets managed. Now, knowing what you now know, as you say, you're at this game for a hell of a long time. If you were to go out and start your own business today, what industry would you start it in? I think it could be a variation of something that's already out there and proven, right? I'm involved there now in a new company, Halo Care, that has just started there in the last couple of months, which is a variation of, uh, it's a substitute, I suppose, a different way of uh, catering for older people in their home than the traditional way. So it's about redefining the market in a a different way, but coming at it with a different solution. Uh, with the Halo Care, it's very much about based on technology, uh, but it's the in-game is the same, which is about facilitating people to stay in their home a lot longer than uh, uh, if they don't have family support or carers or whatever it might be. Uh, different types of business going forward. So good comes from everything. I'll just give you an example. You take pubs. Pubs are closed now for 14 months. And I had a call there about uh, just around Christmas there from a, a guy down the country, and he has uh, four pubs. And I saw his name coming, coming up. And the first thought that struck me was, jeez, I'm in for half an hour of, uh, of uh, negativity, you know, and, you know, <laughs> uh, all this kind of stuff. And the minute I answered the phone, and, uh, uh, and I knew by his voice, he was good farm. I, I called him John. I said, John, I'm surprised you're on such good farm. Yeah, he said, I'm closed, but he said, this is a real opportunity for me. And I said, how is that? He said, I'm going to buy another tree. So he's looking at it one way. Other people will look at it another way. 
And of course, Blaze, there's opportunity in every crisis. There's no doubt about that. There now, is, absolutely. And you, again, you'll find that the smart people, the people that are using their head a small bit, the people that are not afraid to ask for uh, help and bits of advice, you'll find that they will be just a little bit sharper. They'll be ready a little bit better to optimise the opportunities that evolve as this cycle moves on. If you take any business out there in Wexford today, right, the, whoever the owner-manager, whoever is driving that business, that business is a reflection of that person. And, you know, if we look at our business and uh, we look at the strength of our balance sheet and we say, you know, what's the market telling us? If you have a strong balance sheet, the market is telling you that you're a good operator. If you have a poor balance sheet, the market is telling you also you're not a very good operator, you're either in the wrong game or even if you're in the right game, you're doing it badly. You don't need to be Einstein to be a successful business person, but you do need to be streetwise. In an economic letter published by the Central Bank of Ireland recently, it outlined a scenario where €5 billion is going to pour out from the unexpectedly swollen bank accounts as consumers part with a relatively high share of savings and make the post-COVID-19 bounce. That bit bouncier. Yeah, I I fully agree with that. You mentioned the SSIAs earlier on. I think it will be a repeat of that. No, it's not for everyone. And I'm very conscious I'm talking here today that there's a lot of victims along the way as well. There's a lot of people that are out of work through no fault of their own. But the reality is, if we can get the economy going again, which I believe we will, the more activity there is in the economy, the more jobs that will follow that activity. You know, we can talk and shout and ball and everything about issues, but the reality is it's business people that are going to get this country back working again. And, you know, you and I and people like us and the public eye a bit, I think it behoves us to be practical, but also to give guidance, I think, and help people along the way as best we can. Well, if you've just tuned in, that was renowned business consultant and mentor, Blaise Brazen. And as always, Blaze's positivity about the future is the tonic that we all need right now. Southeast Radio's Business Matters with Carl Fitzpatrick. Southeast.